Jawadian podcast. Uh, today we have Ayana Ahmed Lalu, the Supreme, Shakur Wyatt. So today for our topic, we have how do you change someone's mind slash heart, whether it's through your words, writing, art, music, etc. How can you how can you change their views on this? What is this writing room? What is this writing? You do not have to read exactly that. You can paraphrase or you can summarize. You don't have to read that entire thing. Now everybody on the air knows that you can't read. Now everyone on the air knows Lalo can't write. Listen up, viewers. Listen up, viewers. The topic is how do you change someone's mind using writing, art, anything? Okay? Okay. So how do you change someone's mind slash heart, whether it's through words, writing, art, music, etc. And uh, specifically if, if their view is negative. So to change someone's mind through and or with uh sports like with art or sports i find that when people see you like enjoying enjoying uh these things they're more open to giving it a try at least when it when it comes to those sort of things um also when you share why you like the thing i guess that you like people sometimes are more open to adjusting their opinion for instance I met a lady, a, a, a woman, a woman who was uh, interested in basketball, and I had never like seen a bas- full basketball game in my life. But then, uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, her interest in it caused me to uh, engage a little bit further uh, for the for that reason because I I was curious as to why this woman was you know so interested in basketball and stuff and overall uh, the experience wasn't uh, wasn't bad you know and I see why people like it a lot of people enjoy basketball because they've either played it you know uh, they've played other sports or they went to high school and had uh, some sort of team membership or school spirit surrounding it you know and it, and it, and it really brought like people together and stuff that's why uh, that's why I can say that you can change people's minds through uh, witnessing the enjoyment of others in what it is that they're experiencing and enjoying and with that shared experience it breeds more like connection and more enjoyment across the board and i think team sports have that communal like tribal element to them that that naturally brings people together and so if you like uh if you're not a a sports person and like you're on you're you're like a computer whiz or something and then uh, yeah a nerd or something and people are engaging in sports it it helps to further one's perspective just to uh to seek it or have friends that that are interested and then um be interested it it in the capacity of at least others say no i have friends who are interested in sports so that brought me to sports and then through that we we shared something communal and we're able to grow and develop together for, through shared uh, interest. 
So I, I took, I guess with, from my perspective, um, yes, I agree with that because I've, I found that a lot of people do kind of learn through doing or they'll learn something through seeing that you're doing. In your case, you saw that she was doing something you were interested in her, I'm, I'm assuming. And so you were like, well, well, why is she so interested in this? So you decided to get involved in that way, whereas you otherwise would not have been so interested in basketball. Um, so from, I'm going to kind of switch it a little bit and maybe go a little dark. <laughs> Just well, here we go. Just, if I could, if I could add to that Uh-oh. point okay. right there, go ahead. Um, just uh, yeah. So yes, interested in the woman, and so interested in what she's interested in, mm-hmm. but also interested in the person, the human mm. being mm, that is okay. interested in the thing. You know, okay. so what human, as a human, interested in the thing rather than just a lady trying to seek a lady's attention and being okay. involved in whatever it is okay. that she's. Okay, I get that. Yeah, because I've I've done that, and I've actually found that people have done that with me a lot. Um, when it comes to perception, it's it's definitely something that um, it's because sometimes it's like what you see on the outside, and then you kind of judge from there, and then kind of move move into it from there. Now, this is me switching it over to myself. Um, so, I would say in order to change someone's mind about something you have to first understand what their motivations are for getting involved in that thing or potentially not liking that thing, uh, provided that their, their disposition is negative. You wanna kind of understand what's their motivation. Um, also, what could potentially be their motivation to change their mind? Whether that could be monetary, whether that could be um, ethics or something like this. Um, for example, Oh, sorry. Then you want to you want to decide if that person is serious about learning about the thing that you're trying to change their mind about. Um, so, okay, I'll give you an example of the first of the first part. So, what motivates them? For example, um, right now, if you've gone out to any store, you can see that there is like right now we're, it's Pride Month. So June is Pride Month, and you can see almost every single store you go to has a rainbow banner has some sort of inclusive message about pride whereas two three years ago that was not a thing um so that's why i say what motivates you for brands everyone's not on board with pride but they do they are on board with the bottom the bottom dollar right they they want to be inclusive because they want they don't want to lose money um so that's going to be the disposition of some others may may say hey we didn't know we were overlooking this demographic and now we're going to include we didn't realize we hadn't done our research and that was an oversight for us so there's going to be a little of both but you have to understand what motivates someone and then if they're serious in learning about this thing and adjusting their perspective i.e including the lgbt community and pride um or, or so forth and so on um then I would say, I'm going to switch the topic here, so moving away from that, because that's a little bit of broad. Uh, being a Muslim woman, I meet lots of people who have a perception about me without me ever speaking, without me ever opening my mouth, anything. Um, so like I said, what motivates them to get to know me? Are they serious about getting to know me when they say, can I ask you a question? Or are they using that as an opportunity to slide in a racial uh, slur or an Islamophobic remark, right? So are they serious about that? Um, and then also, I think it's really important when you want to change someone's mind about something is to understand that person. So can you take a little bit more of your time to think about and understand what that person is doing in their life, what their life is like, 
why would they have this sort of a disposition towards you? Really kind of take a moment to empathize because if you're trying to change someone's mind about something, it's an investment of time that you're making to figure out, well, what, what causes this person to feel this way about a Muslim woman or about whomever? Um, and try and empathize with them. Sometimes you might find if you're trying to change someone's mind about something, you might find that your mind gets changed in the process. Mm. So it's really important to try and, and empathize and get that human connection. And I think that's, that's really, really most important when you're trying to change someone's mind about something. In order to change their mind, you need to understand why they think that way, what were their life experiences, who said something to them, what happened in order for them to, to have that perspective. Um, and then once you're able to empathize, you can decide if their motivation is monetary, if their motivation is just they want to know more, and then you can kind of make your deductions from there. Um, so once again, find out what motivates them. If they seriously want to learn about the thing that you want to change their mind about, try and understand who they are, empathize, and then move forward from there. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Because Wait, I've met so many people yeah. along the way. I've traveled so many places. I've, I've traveled to Italy. I've traveled to Germany. Um, I've gone to different countries and I've gone to different places and met people in so many different walks of life. And um, when people have met me, a lot of times they've said to me, wow, I didn't realize you would be this normal. Or, and they really say, no, they've said that to me. I, I, I didn't realize, you know, you would like popcorn. I didn't realize you might think Twizzlers are good. You know, I, I just didn't know you'd be this human. And so I think in order to like, it's important to try and empathize, you know, why does certain, why does someone think that way? And, you know, and for me, it comes from experience. I've had these experiences where I've been judged based on my, the way I look on the outside. And so I try very hard not to do that to other people. Yeah, because sometimes people could just have completely warped perspectives waiting to be corrected by just a simple conversation one-on-one -on -one or anything like that. Like, no, it's not their fault uh, most of the time. Not. I agree. Yeah. Um, sorry, I did. I did. I didn't actually answer uh, the second half of that question, where it asked <laughs> how, do you, how, how do you change? Yeah, how do you change the the negative, uh, the the viewpoint of a negative mind? I think it's because largely I've, I'm disinterested in changing negative views of people. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that it's entirely up to the individual, and I'm largely just not interested in changing negative opinions about people or people who share negative opinions about things. It's, but it's, think it's, about it's, Ahmed. Think about it from like I, a... Go ahead. I, I, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. And sure. most people that I find with negative opinions about things, say if those things were like <clears throat> alcoholism or racism or, uh, or drugs or any of these diff different things, it's like, hey, I'm, I, don't, I really don't have the time and I don't have the... the uh, and I don't want to put myself at risk. Like mm. to change my mm. to change the mind of a, of a racist person means I have to put myself at risk of being being uh, subject to that racism while I'm sure. in the middle of coaching this person about those prejudices, and that's not worth it to me. But sometimes um, you can't get around it because it's like you're it's like it's like you're kind of in it already. At least for me, it's like sometimes you're like. You're there already, and before you know it, you're being a comment is being made to you. So it's not like you go and like hammer hey, and knock on doors and try and change these people's minds. It's like they already come to you. At least that's been my experience, where people go out of their way to ask me questions, and they go out of their way to to, to like excuse me, like in the middle of my day while I'm out shopping. So that's kind of why I'm saying like, well, what's that motivation? 
I used to get so defensive and, and, and like that would ruin my day. And now I'm like, okay, well, let me try and take a step back and, um, and see like, well, why are they doing this? You know, I understand there's hate and all that, but at the, at the core of it, I think a lot of it is because people just don't understand. And it does take a lot out of me to be able to say, I'm going to put aside my personal feelings and like the reason why I don't feel like dealing, I could pass you off and keep walking. But, you know, and I've done that too. But now I'm like, okay, well, well, what if, what if I didn't take it so personally? And what if I tried to go deeper? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's kind of sometimes you do it that way. Sometimes it might just have to be, hey, I'm not doing this today. You know? Right. I understand that. And I, I, I don't want to put myself at risk in that. Because I'm not, you. I'm not a teacher of the streets. I'm not here to, to take, I'm a teacher of the streets. I'm here to take all students. You know? No, I, not I'm, like that. I'm and certainly not. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah. 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 And when it, when it comes to, whatever it is, not just racism or something, if it comes to drugs or something and they have negative opinions about it or opinion, opinions that are harmful and insofar negative, um, putting myself in at risk to help this person also opens myself but up. But you're not and necessarily like, hey, putting um, yourself at yeah, risk. Listen, I'd rather say, hey, look, there are resources out there. You have a problem. Uh, if okay. it's somebody I, I meet in the general public, if it's a, if it's someone who I've already created an established relationship to me uh, with, and they come and they say, look, you know, when I was younger, uh, I was dealing with racism, you know, and um, I had problems back then. I don't believe those things anymore. Excuse me. Then yes, we can have a conversation. But if someone comes to me and says, "Hey, look, I'm a racist. Prove me wrong," and I'm like, "Hey, I don't have not time quite, for you. not quite that blatant." But just as a Muslim woman who does cover, it's just something that I've experienced my whole life. Whether it's in the work environment, someone wants to make some slurs during 9/11, like it's always something. And it's not like I go and like put myself in harm's way. It's just that. Like I said, I travel a lot and things. So it's like someone sees you and they see, when they see a woman alone, a lot of times it's like you're a target. So someone does want to approach you. Or I've met people that have just engaged with me and that has never come up. And after a while of knowing me or after a seminar or a conference or whatever, they would be like, hey, I would have never approached you because this, that, and the other. So I'll find that out on the back end. I won't necessarily find that off the off the back in, in the front of the conversation. I've just had so many experiences like this that I have a mixture of of um, you know experiences to go off of. But so there's enough. Go ahead. How can you? Uh... It might have so been standoffish. So you categorize their their uh, viewpoint as negative in retrospect. Sometimes you had no knowledge of it. You had no knowledge of it. Because so how now I now I understand right. because of what they told me. Well, you okay. listened to me, you spoke to me, you engaged with me, and that changed right. my mind. So, so I'd say you didn't. That was all based on what they had done and what they were susceptible. To. I've you had, had both. no active. No, know, that's not you had, true. You've had no. no active mechanisms of change at play in there because you didn't say, okay, this person has a bad perspective. Let me change that. The person met you with the bad perspective, never voiced that opinion, and then turned to you and said that's later some. on, hey, I've I had, had a both. bad opinion. I've had both. I've had people come up to me and say this, that, and the third. Then I've sat down and had a conversation with them. I've had that mm. too. So I've experienced both. But and when it comes instances. to changing people's minds, I think this is taking a turn that I, I, that I, didn't, um, I didn't anticipate because I don't spend my life trying to correct people's viewpoint. It was more so coming from a place of like, I'm, I'm um, an entrepreneur and I'm always trying to change someone's mind or push an idea or something because okay. that's my field. So in that case, it's innate in me to want to 
hey, I'm doing this brand and sustainability is important. It, why would I need to change the mind of an investor to be able to get that? So I think it's innate, it's innate in me to be that way. But I don't walk around trying to change the minds of every human I meet. That would be exhausting and that would be a waste of my time. Um, but I have done it before. Right. Okay, so I'd say that answers the first half of the question. Mm-hmm. How to change someone's mind, which is largely just a persuasive argument. But how do we change someone's mind with a negative viewpoint? Uh, it's not necessarily so just a I know as a, as you're saying as an entrepreneurial person when you're that's another side of it. Yes, when you're pitching ads or pitching uh, something you want to sell or something, it's not coming from your audience has a negative viewpoint on sustainability. Well, that's not true, Ahmad. Some people you don't, don't believe in it. I just had a pitch where I gave to a brand where he's where he was. They were saying like, mm-hmm. you have to change your pitching your pitching advertising. This wasn't about sustainability. This was about modest fashion. I designed for women that wear modest clothing, which is women that cover their body more than more than uh, a typical mainstream. What is often a typical mainstream store. So they they just no skin is showing. So I was pitching for a, 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 at my activewear startup that I'm creating right now and. The one of the investors, this man is a millionaire, said, "You have to. I have to be careful about my wording because of negativity." He was saying, oh, "I don't want to associate myself with a Muslim company." He felt he was from the south, and he felt that was negative. So he was saying, "So it has." I'm telling you, man, this is just the life of. Okay. This is just my life. Okay, so I've had so many experiences like this. So he was saying, "Hey." You know, you're going to have to change your wording because I don't want to associate or I wouldn't want a lot of people are concerned. A lot of us are concerned about associating our money, our dollar with a Muslim company. So change your wording. You know what I mean? Okay. Even, so, though, I, even though I didn't say Muslim, I said modest, but that was just what. Okay. Right. And so did you make efforts to change that individual's mind? Um, yeah, I, I, I got, I got some funding from them. <laughs> okay. What efforts did you make to change that? Um, I updated my presentation and I provided more inclusive imagery. Um, and I, and, and I, and I, I pushed on what their motivations were, which was, I, I showed them, I illustrated to them that this is a, this is a problem. The lack of modest, uh, availability in the market is a problem for women of all races and all creeds. So I showed that to them. So I you listened, you listened I empathized, I understood what their motivations were. Yes, there was a bottom line there. They want to know how it can be profitable for them. But at the same time, the perception was of something that I wasn't clearly articulating my perception in the way that they needed to receive it. So I restructured. Right. And the, the motivation here, the motivation, going here the motivation here in terms of uh, brands is that there's a mutual benefit in these two companies sure. coming together and work together. But when there's no mutual benefit and you're out in public and someone says something to you that is is negative and you want to change that negative opinion, how does that apply outside the realm of brands seeking uh, seeking funding? If, of course, the person is open to having a conversation, which it doesn't always end in a good way. You know what I mean? Right. You can't change everyone's mind. And that's really important to understand. You cannot change everyone's mind. And it's not your responsibility to change everyone's mind. However, if the person you're speaking to, you have to understand their motivation. If they're willing to listen and learn, because sometimes people poke at you because they're curious, not just because they're hateful. They may have heard hateful things from their grandparents or from their parents, and they're curious. So they'll poke at you so they can get a reaction so they can start up a conversation. So once again, this is in my experience. And sometimes that conversation may lead to, um, I guess you could say a, a point where there's more understanding in the end. 
Or right. it may end badly. It may end in an argument. It may end in a you're racist or, you, you know, you're a horrible person or whatever. You know, it, it could end many ways. So I'd ask then, what is your motivation when you're out in public to, to provide all these, uh, these teaching moments? Well, the way I've been raised um, as a Muslim, as a woman, is to lead by example. So I try to be a good example. So I use, I see, I, I'm passing, I'm smiling, I'm not making dirty looks at people. Um, I'm oh, going so about my business and I'm living my life, but I try to do it in a pleasant way. Modeling the behavior that you want to see in others. Basically, that's, that's how I, I try my best to live my life, you know? That's, that's what I try to do. So, uh, so, it goes, this goes back, I'd say this goes back to the, the tribal communal elements that we spoke before with uh, that having the shared perspective and the shared, pers uh, the shared, leading to the shared experience. Yeah. Model the behavior that you want to see, and then people tend to reflect that behavior when they're in your presence. And that leads to the, the tribal element and the communal uh tribal and communal element and the shared experience and the shared mm. through the shared experience begin we begin to grow i have like a, a little something to say because like um, i remember this is like a, a story semi i remember i was on the train with some of my friends and we were off to the store and one uh, one of the uh the underclassmen because i was a classmate one of the underclassmen got into a fight or not like they got into altercation with one of the homeless women on the train and they were screaming at each other and then uh some was grabbed our, our friend and pulled her back it was like yo chill 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 and then um as i was sitting down watching the whole thing go down i noticed that a man had his phone down and he like the light turned on like he was about to start recording and i was like i wasn't trying to have uh, our one of our friends become the next uh facebook meme so i was like please don't do that and then he looked up at me i said please don't do that he looked up at me and stood up and started screaming in my face talking about how i was bugging and how i wasn't actually he wasn't trying to do that and he was spitting in my face and screaming mm -hmm. this is like a grown man he was like six dude i was looking at him, i was just like i was a sophomore too he was just screaming in my face that i was bugging, just screaming spitting and then i was just like look at him and i was just like okay i can't get into a fight with him they just got out of a fight i need to somehow get this man to calm down in him for him to like relax so i can like get off the train with my friends so i just sat there and stand for him he was just screaming 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 and i was like are you done and i took out my hand to shake his hand and then he was just like yeah and he was like i'm sorry because he noticed that i wasn't trying to get into it i just didn't want to record with my friends and then he was like okay i'm sorry and then, like he got off the train and then like what ami said about how you want uh how you want acting the way you want what'd you say like uh model the behavior you model, model the, the behavior, behavior you want to see in others yeah that relates exactly i wanted him to calm down so i didn't i didn't rile up too and start yelling at him. i wanted to somehow diffuse this without i didn't know what to say at the time but i just knew if i remained calm that I, he he would notice that yo come on we're, we're better than this we're not going to scream at each other and then yeah I, that's kind of part of uh kind of an answer to the question but yeah, just I wanted to see. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, wow! I have been told I've been wise beyond my years, but <laughs> that was the first time I got to show it That's up. That's an illustration right there. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's up? What's so, y'all know me. I'm the movie man, so I got to use one as an example. Cinema boy. Have any of you seen the movie called Jojo Rabbit? 
No, I no, don't sir. Okay, so I'm oh, gonna make a, a loose, a loose uh, scenario that is very loosely based off of this movie. Um, let's say it's for this is for the negative outlook because we've already conquered the first half. This is the second half. Um, Lalo. Yeah, I think I think both both responses conquered uh, the negative. Both. Shakur's okay, well, fair fair enough. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna still say it because you know I gotta gotta give my my twenty percent. Yes. Uh, say you take 25, like a 25. 25 percent. I gotta put my 25 percent. Say you take a young Nazi boy, right? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm Whoa. serious. <laughs> say you take a young Nazi boy, <laughs> and I don't know. He he washes up. He he washes up on a beach uh, next to a family of Jews. Okay. God, now this guy, he's story. he's been taught. He's been taught in school his whole life that Jews are these evil devils who killed jesus and uh you know they're they're savages they're wild all oh this dear, oh dear. okay they're witches you. they do all this so he washes up on this beach and he meets this jewish family and he doesn't know they're jewish just yet he learns from them he sees that they're just this amazing family they're wonderful and he's like oh my god this is exactly where i want to be like this is so wholesome i love it here let's say he finds out that they're jews and uh, he's like, oh my God, you're tricking me. This is Jew magic. You're, you're warping my mind, making it seem like you're these good people. And maybe after a couple of weeks of diffusing and, and just learning and seeing, maybe this young Nazi boy can finally see Jews are not what he's been taught his entire life. Now, this is a highly situational situation, but it's based off, it's very loosely based so, off a movie okay, called so Jojo Rabbit. So he gets to the beach and then uh, say that part again one more time. He gets rescued by a Jewish family who treats him well. Yeah. Uh, okay. So even though they rescue him, uh, okay. In the spirit of more movies, um, I'm going to go ahead and use another movie to combat that movie uh, thought. Uh, it, uh, the Marlians and the uh, <laughs> we're going to go to Attack on Titan. It's not uh, a movie. It's a show. <laughs> it's a show. It's it's TV. We're talking TV now. So, uh, Shakur, what's, what's the other uh, community called? The Eldians. The Eldians and the Marlians. Yeah. So they rescue the girl who killed Sasha, uh, and they take her back to their camp. Mm-hmm. And even though they rescued her, she still fights them and still tries to kill more of them at any chance she's given. So why? Okay. what would what would demotivate uh, the, 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 the German guy, the Nazi guy, I mean, okay. to, um, from, from so, killing the people? So if you you notice, if you notice, it kind of fits perfectly with Shakur's story. Let's say that uh, Sasha, uh, not Sasha, the little girl's name. uh, What's her name? Gabi. Gabi. Let's say that. Let's say that. Let's say that Gabi is the dude on the train who's trying to film, and uh, the um, the people who took her to their camp after she killed their friend, they um, they are Shakur. Despite all her efforts to kill them and, and harm them and everything, they continue to show uh, a certain level of respect and warmth and compassion and empathy. And so she realizes it's, it's a problem with herself, not with them. Because mm. if you see in the, if you see in the, in the, in the, in the series, slowly throughout each episode, she, her mind is breaking and crumbling under the fact saying? that she's realizing a problem with the ideology. What'd you say? Not with her. A problem with the ideology. Because yeah. she's functioning okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ideology. A problem with the ideology. 
So that's highly situationally based, but I think that it's a very good way to change somebody's negative outlook, especially if, yeah. especially if the power is not all within yourself, because yeah. sometimes it has to be within them to to figure things out. To be to, able, yes, to be open. Yeah, go ahead. Alalu, I agree. I agree with. Uh, I agree with your story. And uh, I agree, it's a, it's a good uh, mechanism of changing one's mind. But it relates back to the initial uh, point that I made when I said that I was largely disinterested in changing people's mind. For the yeah, fact that that's tricky. It puts you at risk. So they are at risk at every point that Gabby is in their camp. They are at risk at every point when this um, Nazi guy is in their camp. You honestly, Ami, Ami, Ami. Honestly, there's risk. You involved. have to you okay. Even though even though there's risk involved, the reason what I want not, to, I don't think it's a, always a hundred percent the person's <laughs> fault because a lot of reason times people have negative thoughts or negative uh, opinions is because of ignorance. Like people don't have enough information on one thing, so they yeah. develop an opinion of it and they have a, a negative spin on it. And now they're going right. in with a half baked cookie and they're gonna act like they have a whole cookie. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's true. Right, right. Like, I'm so not, like, uh, I'm not so assuming. Like, yeah. Oh, What's up? You first. You first. What's up? No, 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 no. Go, go, go. No, I was saying I'm not assigning assigning blame or fault here. I'm I'm just saying that you have to be uh, open to uh, the fact that you are accepting risk. You have to understand that you are accepting risk. Okay? You are. Da- yeah. Harm and damage to your own personal self in accepting this ideology and this person within your midst. And that's yeah. something that I am not willing to do. I'm not willing to change someone's mind is negative because i don't want the risk involved if i meet a guy on the train who's screaming at me i step back and put my left shoulder forward square up i'm ready okay i'm not i let him know that hey listen there won't be that kind of behavior but at the same time should there be that behavior i'm ready to isolate facilitate and uh disintegrate <laughs> whatever you know okay, okay. but i think that Corey's way was Corey. you did the right thing in that case i would certainly say that and now that you're bigger and taller, I still think that was the right move. Now, if that man had chosen to square up and hit you, okay, obviously you're gonna defend yourself. But at the same time, I think choosing to deescalate the situation because there were, your friends were there and it was just, why are you getting into a random fight? So I understand all of that. And I think that you did take the right approach. However, I do want to say something about what Ahmed was saying um, about you're still assuming that risk. And I think even though, Corey, you were saying that it's not that person's fault a minute, because it it may not be. It may not be. However, there comes a time in someone's life, whether that's today, tomorrow, after they get punched in the face, where they have to start thinking for themselves. Um, I met this girl when I worked at this this job. I'm not going to say where, but when I was working, I met this girl, and she uh, she was Christian, and she asked me to come to church with her. She's like, "Oh, come to church with me." Blah blah blah. We were coworkers. We would eat lunch together and different things like that. Um, long story short, I ended up going to church with her virtually because we were at work, and her pastor was to my surprise he was saying a lot of really derogatory things about muslims in his sermon and um and so after the sermon she turned to me and said i wanted you to come because i wanted you to see and understand that this is what we're taught and this is what i've been taught my whole life growing up 
um, I'm from the deep south and we we my grandparents have taught us this but you know Islam is bad and it's horrible and anything that isn't white and Christian is horrible and bad but she chose I guess in her own way to do something different you know marrying a black man yep. having a half black kid this is something she chose to do whether she fell in love or whatever that was her that was her prerogative but she was trying to say to me we were taught anything other than what we are is bad is wrong and i and she's tried to break the cycle or educate herself or broaden her mind by talking to people when she meets them and opening up you know and not just following <coughs> what she's been told but it's she was saying yeah. to me like we don't wake up with these thoughts we're we're these thoughts are pushed on us this is what she told me yeah. so i i think what Corey's saying is correct but there does come a time in someone's life where they have to make that choice because mm, in utah i had so many people tell me i never met a muslim before and that's why i don't know True. and ahmed's right also it's not my job to educate you but at the same time if you don't educate them who will tv that's not doing a good job for us Yeah, to that, I say, um, I say, you know, my heart breaks for that, that person's experience, what they went through and, 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 having those ideas pushed onto them and everything. Yeah, I got and that. I, and I see them, you know, wanting to grow, wanting to expand and everything, but that person put you directly in the line of fire, directly in a vulnerable position that anything negative, anything bad could have happened to you. And here's the thing about- I didn't go to her church. I was at church online, virtual. Okay, okay. But she also put you in the line, she did put you in in a vulnerable position. But here's the thing about, here's the thing about uh, opening yourself up to these uh, negative opinions and negative ideas. I'm not saying don't have communications about them and everything. Um, but combating them okay it's like you know you give somebody your car you know who who doesn't believe in um in in, uh proper parking or or like um sorry what is it called who doesn't believe in the handicap sign and they're like you know i don't believe in that we should be able to park anywhere you know the laws around that are xyz you know, and they park that car in the handicap spot. That's either two hundred fifty, five hundred dollars fine. Some places, cars completely totaled, gone. You have assumed risk. You have perceived loss. You have perceived damages. I understand that there is risk. It crosses the line into into stupidity, where uh, putting yourself at risk for I individuals think that's a pretty extreme, who have that's a pretty extreme um, viewpoint. No, because people with negative viewpoints can I can be considered stupid. Okay, fair Ami, uh, thinking like and, that, and harmful, it's, harmful, uh, harmful, it's not, it's, harmful it's, it's, it's harsh, damaging. it's also, it's also self, it's like self, uh, self-preservation, yeah, um, it sounds but like, like self-preservation there. Hey, some people would say the same argument about the people who have, who have been disinterested in getting the vaccine. Okay. Oh my God, you put others at risk. And that's what I'm saying. This is a true and real thing. Okay. Where risk, okay. Risk is real. Okay. They see it as, oh, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I see that as a risk. Others say, hey, why would you not get a vaccine? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a medical procedure that's going to be for the benefit of the communal experience. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think that's a, and you not taking it is putting others at risk okay? okay and then they say okay anti-vaxxers are stupid these people are stupid because they don't want to assume the risk that we all have to assume in order to not assume 
the same risk as <laughs> I mean, as but I, I think that's a bit of a stretch because yeah. you know, with someone getting vaccinated, they can still get sick, they can still get COVID. So you know, you. People, I don't think it's a stretch. Been, I think auntie, 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 listen, listen. We're done this yet. Ami's not I, wrong at all. He's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. It's just that it's I just that it's just that there has to be, there, there's like there's like a balance, like a balance, like a little bit of Ami, and I then like a little bit of over yeah. There. yeah, yeah. Just I think a little bit of his, of his perspective will probably keep us all more safe. But at the same time, I think leaning too much in that way could, too like, much of it. You end, so up, you end up being as not, worse as them almost. Too much of anything is bad. Basically, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's a bit much because. Well, I'd say too much of you guys' perspective puts you at risk because you just you just. But you're saying it like you're going out. I'm not Shakur going out to do this. Well, let's Shakur reach too much. Shakur reaching, Shakur reaching his hand to a man who's getting violent is a risk. Okay, yeah, you sure. putting yourself That's in the line sure, of fire sure. of a racist pastor is a risk. I did so not I those, go wait, wait, to listen. her church. <laughs> listen, listen, but I can sure. say all those instances are no, no, a little bit much. <laughs> Uh, okay, too much of our pers- too much of our perspective. It definitely is risky. But uh, no, I think but you're saying no, 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 it like no, no, if we're no, no, going no, no, out of our chill, way chill, chill, for no, no. Let, let, let talk. Too, too okay, much no, of it. It is it is risky. But too much of what I'm saying makes zero zero bridge for zero change. progress. So, <laughs> uh, like Shakur said, a little bit of both can can do miles more than just one or the other. Here's yeah. uh, I agree. I agree. Here's what I say, because I think that's a broad statement to say that my perspective doesn't provide the room for change. What I'm saying I is that I'm not will. I, I, what I'm th- saying is that I'm not willing to be the catalyst for your change when you have a harmful perspective that could harm me. I'm talking about okay. self-preservation. I'm saying if you're already on a path to change, if you're already on a path for change, let's talk. But if you're not on a path for change, I am not your teacher to change your mind from an evil or negative viewpoint. So Ami, don't, please don't. Yeah, Ami's like basically what you're trying to say is fight your fight your battles wisely. If this person is open for change, let's just, but let's, everyone let's, let's, doesn't let's always forward. have the opportunity to walk Someone away from needs, things yeah, in life. You may be working a job, you have open. to keep. You know what I mean? There, there may be certain situations that you're in where you can't just automatically decide. Oh, this person is against me. I have to move. Do you, do you know how many Muslims would just have to pick up and move their life and their situations? Like, it doesn't work like that. You can't just up and go. You can't just turn left or, or shut the person down. Sometimes you have to engage. That's just and, life. And sometimes, sometimes people might be on the edge of being like one word away from being, okay, you know what, let's... let's Let's see what the other side has to say. You know, what I'm saying some people might. Just but I, that I don't. Push. I don't no, think I'm, like I'm, for. I'm, I'm, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No. I'm, yeah. This I'm, is. This I'm advocating for you, Antiana. I'm on your side with that one. No. No. I know. I understand. Yeah. I, I can see both sides. Like I see where he's coming from, but I. I just. I don't fully agree with with that, with that way because it doesn't work for me. As someone that is vi- more... that's like visually other, everywhere I go in this country, I am other. Okay, unless I go to a remote subculture somewhere where everyone else looks like me, nine out of ten times when I travel, I'm going to be the other person, the the person that people are. Oh, who is she? Where she come? It's always like that. So it's it's virtually impossible for me to travel and live my life as a covering Muslim woman, and and not have these encounters in every single job I've worked. I've had these encounters, so it's it's not like it's something that I can just dismiss and walk away from at every given turn. So it just, as far as like my reality goes, that's something that's always it's always going to be there. 
Yep. Okay. So you have the you have the the situation where people、uh, see you coming and they know you're Muslim. Yeah, that's、right. it. I can't do、um, it.、All. People people hear my name and I get the same thing. But、right. I'm not shifting. I'm not willing to shift my behavior in order to cater to these other people and make the experience. I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I well, actually, I do agree with that. Some of that because it, it, it does get exhausting after a while. I believe. I believe that I your、know. guys' perspective is far is kind of left leaning and more more liberal, more left leaning than than mine in general. Because these are the type of perspectives that would get me searched.、Uh, and it, would. Would get me more scrutiny and say like the airport. These are the type of perspectives. Oh, he's a Muslim guy, and then I'm gonna、uh, open up all my bags and strip all the way down and show、right. more. Show more to show no, no, that no, I'm not a terrorist. No, 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 I don't do that. I know, and I, I refuse. How, oh God, that's how you're seeing it. But that's not how I feel when、give、I'm living my, my life. Give, I give don't do that, and I travel、opinions. all the time. We're not. I'm not talking about law enforcement and that sort. I'm talking about your average person that you meet in passing. You know, at least that's been with law enforcement. They usually are out to protect me. That's that's been my experience with them. So、I've, I haven't had negative experience with them, but with the average Joe Joe at at, at you know when I'm getting my groceries, the person that comes into my job. Yes, I've had those experiences with them. That's not my experience, and I. I have been scrutinized by by TSA, by the police, and、um, and government organizations just for getting on a plane and going somewhere. Oh, where are you going? Oh, what's your name? Oh, come sit in this extra room. Oh, let's search your your, your baggage. Oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Oh, Muhammad. Oh, I thought you'd be this guy. Oh, I thought you'd be that guy. Right.、Oh, right. You know? So I've had those experiences too, but none of that、uh, none of that works well with giving up. More of my freedoms, putting myself right. and extending myself in, in an area that could involve more risk. I can understand that. I think also it does kind of go back to like we were talking about earlier when I was saying like with my job, my job description, and the fact that I'm a business and I'm and I'm always trying to appeal to my audience and things like that. So I think it does kind of go back to that where. But at the same time, I don't. I when I when I tell my stories, I don't feel like I've gone out of my way to make someone like me. I don't feel like I've done that in those certain circumstances. I just felt like I tried to. If so, I felt that someone was extending an olive branch to me, I've at least tried to meet them halfway, and it hasn't always worked out well. It hasn't.、Mm. It has not. So. Right, and that's the point. That that's the point where I where I say, okay, this is. I'm not willing to do this because、okay. I'm not willing、that. to accept.、Uh, not willing to accept the consequences of bridging that gap. Okay, and, fair,、um, fair enough. Because you do, you do open yourself up not, to. It's not that I'm less open to to.、Uh, to I'm not as progressive.、Um, I no, think, I didn't think that. I think that no, that's it was a comment that was made earlier.、Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. I think that、uh, some of you guys' views, and especially the younger generation, have、uh, more left-leaning, more libertarian kind of,、uh, more democratic and libertarian kind of views, and I. I don't share those perspectives. Yeah, to be honest, also with um, go ahead, Lalo. Yeah,、uh, I'm gonna go with the Lalo. To be honest, I uh, I have a more apocalyptic view of life. I um, I would rather the earth just explode and we all go to heaven so that these trivial problems go away. They are trivial. I am not. I I am too lazy to get up. I'm too lazy to be MLK. To change、I'm、the world. Way、thing. too lazy for that. <clears throat> way too think- lazy. 
I think without knowing though your your ideology definitely and your ideas and uh, the things that you deem progressive fall in line with those with those uh, liberal and left leaning yeah because i i I think what i meant like i didn't decide oh i'm gonna be left or i'm gonna be this i didn't decide decide on any of that i haven't defined myself in that way i think it's just my life and my experiences have led me down this path and that's just you know why i'm here um unlike lalu um i i pride myself on knowing both sides of the stories even though like i will i I will sit there and like uh have an opinion i'm usually like the morally good person like oh that's that's bad don't do that that's bad but i always like to hear the other side of the story because it's also intriguing to me but also you never know what detail led this one thing to happen but you guys understand that your worldview could also still be shaped in that fashion and you, that you can be approaching life and conversation and everything <clears throat> in course, that lens course, without, course. without actually knowing even though you can say hey my worldview is apocalyptic or something I'm, I'm of course. just saying yep yeah apocalyptic <laughs> worldview shut up I mean I get that I, I get that I get that but I don't know I think I'm always going to err on the side of maybe we could all be friends even though I know it's not possible no no <laughs> I'm think, sorry no we're never I all I think friends. there's a little bit of a happy-go-lucky uh business you know with, with that, that's a nice dream so i'm willing to try uh, yeah, from time to time but feel. i'm not willing i'm not willing to spend my life towards that i'm just too lazy yeah it's Me. not my life's work but um um yeah it's not my life's work but i just i do prefer harmony over the other thing if i meet somebody at the barbershop and we're talking about all kinds of random stuff and i get in like a debate with him yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it because you know barbershop debates are what life's about. But after Whoa. that, I'm not I'm not gonna seek anybody out to do any of that. It's just too much work. I'm sorry, it's too much work. Hmm. Alrighty, but you know, yeah. So I think when it comes to changing someone's mind, you just you know just gotta figure out what motivates them. So what 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 are, what are our quotes? What are our quotes today? Uh, Emulate, em, emulate, emulate the behavior you want other people to treat you with. Indubitably. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it was the Ami's A one quote. That, that that wasn't his quote though. That was like that was really paraphrased. What did you mm-hmm. actually say? I said model the behavior that you want to see in others. But Boom. here's another one. Here's another one that I'd say before Ooh, we go. Round two. Hold on. Round two. Banger two. Wait, Ahmed. <laughs> before you give the other one, let me give this caveat. Because well, okay. everything that we've been doing is exactly what you your advice is. <laughs> Model the behavior yep. you want to <laughs> see. So we've been doing that the whole time. We want to see good in the world. We want people to de-escalate. We, we want some harmony. So we're trying to put that. We put that out there. So we do Dude, model like, that behavior. Hmm. And I think that's really where it stems from, you know, especially being being coming from the perspective of having been so misunderstood. As, as a person of faith, being so misunderstood, then it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to meet someone that's of a different faith or of a different whatever and, and have these prejudices towards them because mm-hmm. I would like to model the behavior that I would like to see. And also, I don't walk around having all these crazy prejudices to people, but you know, we all have our unconscious Unconscious prejudices, that's... Unconscious oh, bias, yeah. they say. Okay, so I mean, what, what was your... What was, what was, what was, your, was the other wisdom? What, what was the two times? Oh, uh, know the risk involved when opening yourself up to negative people, negative ideas. 
That's Actually, that's an yeah, Instagram. That's a good that's one. A Instagram comment. Know section. the risk involved. That's a good one. Okay, I did a crazy thing. Let me let me tell this crazy story. Oh, crazy <laughs> many years ago, <laughs> many years ago, when I was young, I was in college. I was a lot younger. I was an undergrad, and I was uh, sketching um, out on the quad near the library. Um, mm-hmm. And um, this group of students came to me, and they wanted to give me the God test. Classic they were from bullies. some Christian, some Christian group, and they started asking me questions about God. And, and um, nine out of ten times, I usually wouldn't engage, but it was a sunny day, and so <laughs> <laughs> I answered their questions. <clears throat> this is this story is about to take a really stupid turn. Then um, they said, "Wow, you're so open to talking to us. We, we would like to have you speak to one of our upper head, upper people. Oh no, and we're like higher ups." And would you be open to it? And I was like, yeah, maybe, whatever. So they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll go to Starbucks at a certain time. It's right next to where I have class. So it's open, right? No scary. It was in the middle of the day. So I went back to class and I was talking to one of my girlfriends. And she was like, absolutely no. Thank <laughs> immediately you. Immediately no, immediately no. And I was like, but immediately yes. <laughs> how, I was like, how, old, wow. how old were you? How old were you? I was probably like uh, 23. Makes sense. Um, okay. And then she was like, do not go. And I was like, but you know, religious people, we do interfaith stuff all the time. Like, it's like not even a thing. We have a dialogue, interfaith dialogue all the time. We, you know, we, we, we talk about our commonality, blah, whatever the hell. Anyway, I went to Starbucks. Against the will of my my friend, I went. <laughs> I sat down with this higher up lady and began speaking to her. I mean, it was just one insult after the next. She was trying to convert me. It was like crazy insults. Um, so I, she was like insulting Islam and insulting you know the prophet of Islam. It was just bad. Um, and then she wow. was just she was just like this is wrong and that's wrong and this is a lie and she was just trying to dissect it. Um, and I was looking at her like, but you're not that great either. And, but I didn't want to hit fire with fire because that's really not how I am. So I was just like, I think this is a good opportunity for me to get up and leave because my first thought was like, do I flip the table? If I flip the table, I'm in Starbucks. I could get kicked out of school. It, it would be bad. And that's like not really my character, but I did have the urge to hit her. And so I was like, that's not going to help anyone. So I got up. I got up and, and I was, she was like, oh, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I made you mad or whatever. Anyway, I ended up getting up and saying thank you for your time and leaving. And then I walked away and I was like so irritated and I just, I ended up walking into some other girls that I knew and I told them what happened and they were like, that was crazy. Went back to school, told my girlfriend what I did and she was like, didn't I tell you not to go? Like, so it was crazy. So I think what Ahmed was saying too is like, don't try and be like the world savior, like do not do that because you will put yourself in some, um, some, some pretty tragic situations. Ah. You know, in my case, I've done a little of all of it. And so (laughs) who would have thought, um, shut up and so a group of girls approached you and said let's come to come talk to our, our, our head cultist <laughs> it was she bad was talk with you. yeah it was and i was just like the perfect fool to wait like wait, wait hold, on, hold, on, hold on what what color was your skin the girl that was wow. talking to me and insulting me was actually black um the group of no, no, girls, what, what color was her hair it was black she she didn't have blonde hair she had black hair she was like dressed like a black girl but she was dressed kind of like beat up and i was just thinking like you're trying to like preach to me and all this but you don't even present yourself so like okay you look like a bum trash get out <laughs> but sorry. you know what I, I don't like to hit insult with insult what i should have done was keep my little self in class mind my own business instead of trying to get involved in things that have no, i have no business getting involved in um, no but that was uh, during a time when i had a really hard time saying no so that's why i ended up going down the rabbit hole trying that's a whole other situation hero. 
I wasn't trying to be anyone's hero. I just didn't know how to say no. Mm. But that's a whole other conversation. Anyway, so be smart about what you do. Model the behavior you want to see. Assess the risk of where you're going to get yourself involved in because it could, you know, it could end detrimental for you if, if you... Blow don't. up in your face. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. Yes, Ricard. Next time you're on the train, Malcolm X says, we are nonviolent people. Uh, you said Malcolm X? Oh, I thought you said Ma- Martin Luther King. Oh, oh no, he I'm... tried to switch it up. He just tried to slide <laughs> that was, in there. I was about to Because in my head, I'm like, that doesn't sound so. like MLK, but okay. I never said MLK. Uh, okay, no, no, no. no. He's, we he's, were going up for that. We were going up for that. He, he said Malcolm X. I thought I was about to say, I'm not I'm not no, 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 that You guys are, once again, once again, you see, as that's the point that I made about you guys left-leaning and having the libertarian perspective and not knowing it. I'm you know what, it is what it is. We are Look, I grew I up with Obama as my president, okay? <laughs> I don't, I'm not even hey, a hey, I'm not, liberal kind of person. <laughs> I'm just like... No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not like, <laughs> your brain, I say Malcolm X, your brain hair is Malcolm X. you like... <laughs> no, 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 no. The thing is, no, I heard Malcolm X. No, I heard, I heard, I heard Malcolm X, yes, but I, I was going to... I was yeah. gonna say because Malcolm hey. X is, no, is yeah. known for more violent methods. He's known for more violent methods. That he's, man, is, is, look, even he wasn't that violent, but he he's like pr- pr- really he's supposed wasn't to be that a violent. Violent. Is that was violent at all? Yeah. No, it's yeah. just yeah. that MLK they just chose. Hated him like that. I think. Not I think. I think. I think. I'd say here's what I'd say. I think. I think you should be largely educated on that before you start. You know, going yeah, I mean, I know that both of their stories, yeah. so I can. After see after it, he but... made Hodge, he he sort of calmed down and became. He more did mellowed yes. out, but they just they just before... pushed MLK more because MLK more was pushing for more peaceful methods, and that's what yeah. they want. He and went off of Gandhi's ahimsa, which is nonviolence. So he chose to love the neighbor and just you know be loving where people were were you know beating them up and, and um, them let me see you not want to militarize your community after your father is cut in half by a train. Okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So don't, don't throw out things saying that, Oh, Malcolm X is this, you know, violent person. No, I'm we're okay, talking about not, public, not. Perspect- public yes, perception yes. and the story How that's been put out about him. Seem to be violent. That's what it we just said. Violent. He wasn't like that. He was oh, someone okay. who was defending his community and defending yeah, his family. Yeah. He wasn't going out looking for trouble. No one in the sixties black people weren't going out looking for trouble. They were the looking same for way they paint the Black Panthers. Oh, okay, thought, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. My, uh, I was gonna say. I didn't, yeah, you no. you were trying to fight for no reason. He squared up. He squared up. You see, and that's the thing, and that's also also again perception and changing people's minds. You perceive us one way, and so you're addressing us one way. And the sad thing about today is that it's either right or left, and that's it's unfortunate fortunate it's like you can't be a little of everything you have to be one or the other and that's crazy that's crazy i'm, I'm gonna struggle hey, in this world like, if that's the case i'm gonna struggle it's our own point. on both sides it's on both sides we proved okay. our own point mm-hmm. y'all saw it here folks we can you change someone's here. mind okay <laughs> okay all right let's do this Thanks That's for it in. for the Jawadian podcast. I don't even know what episode this is, but it's season two. Whose mind was season two, episode three. Yeah. Season two, episode three. Okay. Join Follow us, again, us on guys. Instagram, Facebook. We have an email. We have a Twitter too. Uh, don't forget to follow Ayani Ife, Direct follow Media. Ife. Uh, Rick James. No. <laughs> <Direct> <laughs> Media. Okay. On Instagram, yeah. my blog is direhead.com. Yep. Thank you and have a good day.